this week on the Bitch. One. We're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Episode Bamcast. 78. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beach. So what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we load ourselves up and get ready to go back into the past of bad movies. Then we fire off ourselves into this room. We talk about it for about 30 minutes. And then we're just dying to give you a rating on said movie. And those ratings are one, two, five jocks if it's a good, bad movie, an enjoyable, bad movie. After Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks. Or it gets one, two, five bags and a negative sliding scale, as in douchebags, after Twilight. So, what we watched this week, because, uh, well, we're, we, we, we noticed that we kind of stayed in the, uh, the golden age of movies for a little too long, mm-hmm. or, or 1985s to 1993s or so. And so we decided to go a little bit more recent again, and this we time decided we decided to pick a movie by a master thespian. Right, right. And uh, Curtis Jackson. The inimitable mm-hmm. Curtis. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent Jackson. Yes. A real renaissance man. He, he is, wrote this he movie as well as starred in it. He did. It's 2010's Gun. 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 Also starring Val Kilmer. Because wow. he needed money. He, <laughs> he certainly wasn't starving, that's for sure. No, 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 no. All right. Well, before we get into it, let's Val get Val Kilmer's it. fat. Quick plot summary out of the way. <laughs> Val Kilmer is a fat, yeah. fatty McFat fat. <laughs> he showed up. He was like, I'm fat, man. <laughs> fat man. Where's the craft service table? So, Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm the goddamn fat man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so, plot summary. When Rich is part of a gun exchange that goes haywire, Angel saves his life, and from there, the two contend with the Detroit police as well as the feds, who now have made guns and violence their priority. Okay. That's enough. That works. That's not it's a bad... better than the one that was on IMDb that was, like, completely wrong. Well, no, 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 that's actually part of the Netflix one. I just stopped. Oh, really? At a certain point, because it then goes on and talks about Anna Lynn McCord being Angel's gal pal, which she's not. No. They never even share a conversation at all. But we'll get there. Apparently, that chick Annalyn McCord is on nine hundred two one zero. Oh, the new one. My God, I, sure. I didn't even realize they made a new one. I did know that it was in the back of my mind, not having watched it. I mm-hmm. just was aware that it existed. And I was like, "Huh? Well, yeah, where's the Save by the Bell reboot?" Yeah, this chick. Speaking of which, yeah, yeah she was very Elizabeth Berkeley esque. Yeah. Yeah, they they should have just gotten Elizabeth Berkeley though. They should have. Well, she even probably had, would have been she even cheaper. Had a, cheaper. She even had the curly, you know, not this time period hair too. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, the plot of this movie. Where do we start? Yeah, let's spoil the crap out of this movie, huh? Yeah, let's do it. As we do every single episode. But so yes, well, fifty we, cent. Well, let's let's go there. We got fifty cent. Mm-hmm. Who's rich? Who's mm-hmm. kind of like the main guy, but he's also kind of like the main bad guy. Right. Yes. Yeah. We got Val Kilmer. Just getting out of prison. He's been eating. He's been eating He's a lot. He's been eating a lot in prison. Yeah. They're bringing him cakes with no files. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, kept, he kept looking for the files and looking for the files. Like, well, I got all the... Can't waste a cake. He actually worked um, in the mailroom and searched um, all the pies um, and cake came in. Yeah. So, the, so he plays pies. Angel who's been, uh, he just got out of prison and he's looking for work uh-huh. pretty much. And more food. He's interested in crime as he tells yes. 50 Cent. <laughs> what are you here for? Crime. You here for? crime. Crime. Let's go do yeah, some crime they got, sandwiches. They got Inela McCord who's kind of like 
Fiddy's supplier. Yeah, she's like the she's middle like the woman. woman higher up. She's the middle woman between uh, Rich and uh, what was his name? John Larroquette. Uh, Sam. John Larroquette. Well, yes, man. yeah, something like that. Sam, who's the uh, master gun yeah. dealer guy. Yeah, and, I have no uh, idea what he was actually like in charge of, except for guns. guns. I didn't realize there was so much middle management and gun running. Oh, there, there is. There is. There's plenty. And then, yeah, there you is. Have to keep that shit lab, moving. Uh huh. Yes, but damn. Yes. Yeah, and then, then of course you got the cops who are trying to chase him down. Where they mm-hmm. got uh, James Remar, the guy who was almost um, Michael Bean's role in Aliens. Really? Yeah. Okay. But apparently he had such a massive coke habit that he was fired hmm. after like a week. Whoops! And <laughs> so they had to reshoot a bunch of scenes. Sounds like most of my jobs. <laughs> At least that's the word on the street. <laughs> really? Yeah. You can't, uh, you no, can't, of course not. You can't uh, hear that whistling sound right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They also have Paul Calderon. Who only people like me who have seen Out of Sight like a hundred times would recognize him. No, oh, I recognized him. He's basically playing the exact same role, wearing the same clothes and everything. Yeah, he just, and they're in he just shows up with his own wardrobe. Like, you want me to play a cop? Yeah. I can do that. And he's got like that hat. He's identical. It's kind of kind of weird, almost. Yeah. But it's like he's basically playing that exact same character. Yeah. And then, and then they got the ATF who show up and... You know, as in Fuck every as up. in every movie, whenever anybody pulls rank in the law enforcement agency, that just is a plan for disaster, and also a plan for people yelling at each other. Well, sure, because uh, in in any movie like this, uh, you have uh, well, we're going to jump ahead in the movie plot wise, but it's important to note early on that basically, okay, so the way this movie starts off is it starts off in a strip club and. Mm-hmm. People are having a good time. Uh, Somebody throws down basically some... uh, uh, Why can't I think of the word for that? They're like firecrackers, but not. Yeah, but they're they're like... um, Simulators. Simulators, basically. I mean, they they sounded more like actual gunshot than firecrackers. Oh, that's fully Yeah, but they look like they had like confetti or something coming out of them. So they're like little... (laughs) Well, they basically look... They actually look like smoke bombs. I mean, that's what little smoke bombs. But they sound like gunshots, so everybody runs the hell out of there. Exactly, because this this is Detroit, and it's entirely possible that guns will go off in a strip club. Guns go off. I'm going to try to work as many 50 Cent song (laughs) titles into this episode as possible. You've already reached the limit on my knowledge of 50 Cent titles, so. So, yeah, so basically everyone evacuates the strip club very quickly. Like it's their birthday? Uh-huh. They were in the club. They were in the club. Yes. They were in the club, but now they're running out quickly. Okay. And uh, waiting for them is a group of masked individuals who begin open fire, specifically on one guy, but what, uh, I think six other people were caught in the cross. Other pe- or, I believe they said there were six yeah. casualties at the scene. Yeah, so... But it changed, it changed to seven later on. Well, that's because the... Uh, that's where I was about to get to. Um, one of the gunshot victims was shot. Not a. Uh, she wasn't like dead immediately. She was dead on arrival okay. to the hospital, blood out, and that made for the seventh. Okay. And she was a cocktail waitress there. And as I said, we're jumping way ahead in the plot wise, but that's Val Kilmer's wife. And basically, they they yank him out of prison. They tell him about her being mm-hmm. shot and yank him out of prison, figuring he's got a criminal history. He can get into the underworld that. and want payback and well because he did have ties to fitty right right or yes. rich sorry yes rich yeah because he uh way back when i guess a deal went bad and they were on opposite sides of the deal but the cops showed up and then he helped him escape yeah he's like get in the car let's get out of here mm. so and then they were best friends <laughs> yeah so he shows back up and basically goes hey yeah you remember me saved your life um 
want to do some crime. Yeah. Well, it's kind of awesome because like he 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 meets up with somebody who tells him, "Okay, you got to go here," and that's right. how you get in touch with whoever. And the one guy comes up and he's like, "Yeah, you look for Clint." I think they said Clint, right? Uh, sure, I don't so know. It's, it's a name. It wasn't like Rich. No, yeah, he's, he's looking for the other guy, the under, the underling. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but Val Kilmer's just like the guy's like, you know, even know what Clint looks like. And he's like, are you Clint? He's like, no. He's like, what the fuck do you care then? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Then yeah. the guy's gonna start shit with him, and Val Kilmer promptly like punches him in the knocks throat. him out with one punch. Yeah, yeah, he punches him in the throat, which was yeah, yeah. is always amazing. <laughs> Anytime and then Finney's just sitting there going, he's like, I like this guy's style. Yeah. Pass the initiation. Come on over here. Yeah. <laughs> and then from that point forward, this starts the entire movie where all 50 does is, sorry, Fiddy. All Fiddy does is tell you everyone. You mean Rich. Yeah, Rich. All, all Rich. all Rich says to anyone is he's like, isn't Val Kilmer fucking awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been hanging with me for like 10 years, guys, yeah. but. Yeah, no, you had my back since like the uh, you know, the foster since, yeah. home. Yeah, since the foster home. But you know what? Val this guy Kilmer. over here. I met him once. Yeah. He saved my life once. Way better than you guys. He He's may awesome. look fat now, but he was fucking Batman. Did dude. you see him fucking throat punch that dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this guy was in real genius for shit's sake. Yeah, he made fucking popcorn with a giant yeah. laser from space. You don't <laughs> fuck with that. You do not fuck with. Oh, no, you don't. Apparently, I missed something there. I'm a real genius. Uh, We're dropping Val Kilmer. Re- yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. He's like, yo, Val Kilmer, you could be my wingman anytime. Yeah. <laughs> but you can be mine. Yeah, so they he basically ingratiates himself immediately with him. He asks for a gun to go take care of some business, air quotes, and then walks out of the place. And I, I love that. I love that the second he walks out, 50 pulls the guy that got throat punched over, and he's like, how, you, how the fuck did you let that happen to you? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, so like, like you said, right off the bat, he's just... Drawing this line in the he, sand of like, fuck you guys. He, he's my number one guy over here. Yeah. And how none of them like kill Val Kilmer or even attempt to at any point. Mm, not that, really. That's no. what seems weird to me. That should have been priority number one. Yeah. Because it's like they keep setting it up throughout the entire movie. Yeah. For three guys. Like the yeah, opportunity I mean, is right there. It's a tiny crew. Yeah. Well, that's what he, seems weird. He, shows, like, he, he seems very untrustworthy. That's one of the things they, they point out about this movie. It's like he doesn't trust anyone so yeah except Val uh, Kilmer yeah, apparently yeah. untrusting <laughs> Who, of course would he be shouldn't different. be trusting because yeah well he's he a, shot his wife he's a CI which they like to use that a lot oh yeah yeah but of course Only they like don't four they don't, or five or six times yeah. <laughs> or a dozen yeah, but they dozen. don't really get into that until the end of the movie because sure yeah. yeah it's it's about beginning of act three where we even find out what we've already spoiled is that well yeah. he's working for the cops but you no, we'd all fucking figure yeah out we were thought he was a cop or something yeah, because they lingered on the cocktail waitress just for a, a minute, and you're like, what the fuck does she have to do with anything? Yeah. So, uh, Yeah, they, they kind of made a point to, to show that, but they didn't really resolve it until right. the end of the movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but eh. it would have been so much better if it had been one of the other buddies who flipped, and they flipped because he liked Val Kilmer so much. <laughs> but yeah, that, but that's so, I don't, I don't know, they're both done to death. I mean, uh, yeah, but they, but, you know, betrayal in the crime underworld type of thing. Yeah. Anyway, but so. But we should note the whole movie was written by 50 Cent. Yes. And he gets 90% of the best lines. Yes. They're kind of, I wouldn't say small times arms dealers, but they're. They're going big time. Because they got some awesome well, they're, weapons. Yeah, well, they're kind of in between. They're like, yeah. they're they're more than just selling stolen guns to, to hoods on the street. They're they're kind of moving up to talking to like revolutionaries and yeah, people like who are, you know, ordering military grade, military grade shit. shit. 
but they're not quite there yet. So enter uh, Gabriella, who's the 90210 chick. Mm-hmm. And the first time we meet her, we have to note this scene because she's sitting in a bar and a couple of douchey like ex-frat boys kind of come up and it's like, I think the lady wants a mojito. And it's this is another scene that's very similar to Out of Sight. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's even like, kind of lit. It, it's funky. weird because yeah. it's almost like they watched that and picked all the Detroit scenes and were like, all right, we're doing this one. Yeah. I'm Pretty much. We're doing this one. Well, too, okay. Yeah. Well, they steal a lot. Guys they steal a lot from Out of Sight on. and they steal a lot from... Uh, the Batman franchise in general, which we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's why they got Valkyrie. Yes, exactly. Um, he, he was the one they could actually still get. Michael Keaton's like, I'm not that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I was in the other guys. Didn't you see that? Yeah. But yeah, so this scene we have to know because these, these frat boys move up on, uh, this, this chick and let's just say she's extremely out of their league and they're yeah, like, she's you know, like an 11. They're like threes. <laughs> And uh, he walks up, and uh, she's like, no, piss off, not interested. And he grabs her arm, and it's like, oh, I don't think you know just yet if you're interested. <laughs> and then you see 50 Cent's hand come out of nowhere, grab the dude's arm, and he's like, I think the lady asked you nicely to leave. And he's like, and they all like they all kind of do the bunch up, like they're all going to take him, and he just uh-huh. fucking gives this amazing look, like, back the fuck up, <laughs> all of you. Fitty gives is them the really f- good at that look. Yes. He gives them the full fitty. Yeah, yeah. The, the full prison stare, basically. Yeah. And, um... And then this is the best part. Uh, we should back up one second just to mention that they love the Smith & Wesson 500 in this movie. And they've made it a, a point to mention that Fiddy also loves the yes. Smith & Wesson 500. Well, or, yes. Well, whatever his real name is. In Curtis movie. Jackson or Rich? Rich. Yes, yes. Rich. <laughs> that real name. The real fake name. Okay. So yeah, the, they, Rich. We should just point out that, like, if you don't know, that's a big fucking gun. Like... It is a it's a projectile that's half an inch across. Yeah, like imagine the forty four Magnum, the old dirty hairy gun, just bigger, even right. much bigger. It's the actually. world's most powerful production handgun. Right. So, awesome. like I said, they they have established that he loves this gun, carries it with him everywhere, and so as this guy is standing there, the bartender basically hands him the drink that he's ordered for her. Fifty reaches over, and drops one of these you know five hundred in rounds into the drink. Mm-hmm. Which is huge. Yeah, they're like I don't know three inches long. Uh, yeah, when it falls they're in the enormous. drink, it looks like, like a damn ding, ding. shotgun. Shell. Yeah, like we. Yeah, it I honestly didn't huge. realize what it was at first. I'm like, oh, that's a big fucking bullet right there. <laughs> and then goes, you you wrote down the line, so I'm going to let oh, you. Oh, he said it for uh, fifty cent. The next one won't come from my hand, <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It's awesome. Yeah, it's. That is a badass line. Yeah, it's we were crazy. just ready to cheer. I'm going to start carrying big ass bullets in my pocket just for that situation. <laughs> I can get you <laughs> one of those. Never know. Yeah. I just need you don't one. Have to pay for it, just, but just ting ting. <laughs> when they leave, I'm going. I need that back. <laughs> 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 Shit isn't cheap. Yeah, yeah it, it'll cost you at least two bucks. And I love that he does all that, and then she's just like, "You're late." <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, he's just like intimidated the shit out of these guys so much that they're like, "All right, we need to get the fuck out of here now, right. or we are going to die." And then she's like, "You're late." Yeah, what's wrong with you, Curtis? What's wrong with you? Jeez, Curtis. Yeah, yeah. and that's where we find out that she's kind of like his higher up, right? And then they fuck. Yeah, because gratuitously, as we said, you know. of course he wrote this scene for himself because yeah. he's. He, I, we have to establish like this may, may sound a little cheesy. He's fucking badass in this scene. Like yeah, it's awesome. Yes, you got to give Fitty credit. He wrote a scene well for himself. Right. Yeah, and then he gets a gratuitous fuck scene. You know. Yeah, but they don't really show anything except his butt. Yeah, her butt Thanks, a little bit in the, in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, whatever. She's a 
high class television actor. She sure. doesn't do that sort of thing. No, no, of course not. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, they get through that and then uh Then there's a whole lot then of Then there's a whole lot of back and forth. Hey, we're gonna do this deal. Hey, we're not. Yeah. Hey, here's all the exposition about what's going on, Val Kilmer. Yeah, and then they, he pretty much immediately takes Val Kilmer through his whole operation. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, here's where we keep the AR-15s. Here we keep, <laughs> where we do this deal over here. And yeah, and then there's the deal that goes bad, right? With with Danny, Danny Tre- fucking Trejo. Yeah, who who acts the shit out of his two minutes of screen God, time? Danny Trejo is so awesome. Yeah, he he does this like this amazing slow get out of the car. I don't give a fuck even though I'm about to make a major arms deal thing. It's well, just, it's one of those just class, like the way they film the entrance scene is just, it's every badass ever. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they show the car door open from ground level and then they just show the shoe hit the hit the pavement. Might as well have and had a spur like, on it. Yeah, and it's kind of like the slow pan up. And of course he's smoking, which I appreciate a 2010 movie that has smoking yeah, in there's it. There's a lot of cigars mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cigars and cigarettes. I mean, Val Kilmer yeah. smokes. Good, good ways through this movie. Yeah, well, it's the underworld, man. Yeah, sure, and it's Detroit. <laughs> don't have any. <laughs> There's nothing better to do in Detroit. <laughs> if the air pollution doesn't so, kill you, I'm fucking smoking cigarette. Yeah. Why not? There's nothing better to do but shoot people and smoke. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So but yeah, uh, the the Danny Trejo deal, of course, goes. Yeah, goes and Val south. Kilmer is the first one to notice it's going south and puts a puts a round in uh, Danny Trejo for his trouble. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Fifty Cent gets very pissed off at his other guys. They're like. Why didn't you see this coming? And basically goes further to make put a big ass fucking target on Val Kilmer's back by going, I'm giving you his, giving him your share to yeah. one of the guys. I think the same guy that got the throat punch. Mm-hmm. And uh and he gets all, you know, give me my fucking money. He pulls the five hundred on the dude and Yeah. yeah. And that's what's weird about the that that whole thing too with Val Kilmer is he gets like twenty grand from that easily. Oh yeah, it's a, probably yeah. more. I mean, it's a big ass stack of hundreds. I think those are those are usually ten thousand stacks. And yet he is living in like, I swear to God, it's like a hundred dollar a a week hotel. It is like the shittiest hotel <laughs> Maybe, you yeah. have ever seen, with the flickering light. <laughs> and, and I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that that at some point Fitty's just like, the fuck are you spending your money on, man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you still dressed like you just got out of prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're wearing your clothes from 1989. <laughs> <laughs> you're living in this shitty hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as but we yeah. Jo- as we joked, uh, when he goes, "What do you spend your money on?" He's like burying my wife <laughs> <laughs> that you killed, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but he doesn't reveal that. He Damn does, it! He doesn't show those cards just yet. But uh, uh, yeah, so this is all inter- intermixed. You know, all of this uh, dealings of the other world, and, and like I said. It's late in the second act, beginning of third act, before we finally have the scene where he's talking to the cops, and I'd say it's late second act, because that's yeah. about the, the pace of the movie. And Well, yeah, eventually they just show him in a, in a, a hotel hallway, yeah, like a walk, nicer into hotel. A, walk into yeah. a room, and you're like, oh, okay, here's where we find out he's an informant. Right. And sure enough, he sits down, and there's the flashback with them telling about his wife dying, and yep. all that, so of course Kilmer's like, oh... He he gets he gets up and throws the chair. Of course, well, I love that. Up until this point in the movie, to the reveal of him being an informant, he's cool as a fucking cucumber, almost to the point of like just uncomfortable and, and indifferent about being there. Yeah. And then from this point on, it's like he gets he real is, fucking nervous. He is like the jitteriest. Yeah. 
Because, like, you basically... Well, they're finally putting the heat on him. Well, yeah. But, to get some info. But, but I mean, uh, uh, Rich gives him a call and is like, meet me at the warehouse we went to the other day, uh, 10 p.m., don't make me wait. And he's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> so he gets there and they go on this long walk and he thinks he's about to get shot in the back as uh, Rich he is talking about... He knows. Yeah, well, he keeps talking about, you know, there's an informant in the gang because they, they busted in on this place. And, and yeah, and, and it's all the speech basically where he goes like, we're about to move up to the next level. I need you to be my number one guy. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Only and, not like that at all, but yeah. But you use those fucking scene, words. I'm just. I'm the, sorry. But the whole know? scene before that is, it's like he's like, let's walk. Yeah. And then he he walks like three paces behind Val Kilmer <laughs> the yeah. whole time, and he's like, somebody's gonna get it. Yeah. Like, like okay, when's he gonna pull the gun? And when are they going fishing? The, back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> But it's yeah, just, they, they, then they get to the shooting range area that he has set up in this warehouse, and it's like, no, man, I just want to release some stress. So I want you to be my number one guy. I can't trust these other guys. They're unpredictable. And and why are you sweating so much, yeah, Val? Yeah. <laughs> it's like 30 degrees in here. <laughs> it's fucking destroyed like winter. a fucking hoss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he also catches him, like, after, of course, the cops come to raid the place. Oh, yeah. Once he gives him an, well, he gives him an address, and the cops, you know, Remar, James Remar is like, all right, now we just got to wait until the meeting so that we can catch all of them at once. And the ATF guy's like, all right, there's the address. We're going now. <laughs> going now. <laughs> Better be guns there. Let's go. And then, of course, the guns aren't there. And he's like, it's all your fault. The guns aren't here. I'm taking you down. Like, I'm taking you down. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's like, I told you we should have waited. <laughs> but, of course, the ATF just can't handle it. Of course not. ATF. It's a movie. They can't wait. It yeah, has to happen up. now. Yeah, if yeah. anybody is a government cop, basically, ATF, FBI, CIA, doesn't matter. They, like... Gonna Jump the gun. Some, gonna need some new FBI guys. They want results a second later. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, these these guys follow that trend completely. Indeed. And also, one of them is like twenty years old. Well, sure. I swear, yeah. <laughs> the one who's like who does all the. Oh, the other guy. Well, the, the other line. guy doesn't say shit. Yeah, the other guy's like. Yeah. Well, we get a we get one of our classic police quotes thanks to the young guy yelling at uh, Remar. You know. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That was no. That, that was, was no, a shitty surprise. Yeah. Thing. No. Yeah. Uh, Fifty cent. Uh, kind of catches them taking pictures of him outside of his club uh-huh. and uh, sneaks around back and surprises them and he goes whatever Remar's actual you know detective name is he says something like what you're still a cop shouldn't you be retired or something like that and he gives the classic like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I'm, I'm too getting, old for this shit getting too old for this shit yes it's it's great. I appreciated that being in there yeah so basically they, uh, you know, we find out, like, we, we see John Larroquette in one scene, find out he's the, the big gun runner guy that, that, uh, Gabriella works for. And, you know, she basically has to lay herself on the line in order to move him up to the next level because John Larroquette doesn't, you know, he's like, whatever, mm-hmm. he's just another thug. <laughs> and, uh, so they find, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's cool. He's going places. So they had the big meetup. You know, we got to, we got to meet up, and apparently, I guess you got to buy your way into his organization. I guess I, something they, they didn't really establish that, but they just have the, they basically have the big convenient. Everybody is in one room that the cops the guns, are watching. There's and, the money. Yes, you know everybody's together. The cops are there, and money, guns, guns, money. Let's yeah, but before them. this happens, the gun that they give Rich to shoot, <laughs> yes, like, like as the example gun of, sure. of the good shit you can do. Jesus. I don't know what it was, but it was like a sniper rifle that it was. It was kind of like the gun that um, Bill Paxton had in Navy SEALs. 
that hand oh. of God gun, that <laughs> yeah, giant yeah, yeah, sniper. Yeah. That's the it was same like kind that, of that, yeah. but more that's chromed up. That's what it's based up. on, basically. Yeah, it was that, but more chromed up and just yes, it was basically firing yeah. explosive rounds. Well, yeah, a, he mentioned that it was that they were incendiary rounds inside yeah. of this high explosive, intense anti-tank incendiary, half nuclear, <laughs> nuclear, nuke. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, it was uh, like a, it was a chromed up Barrett fifty caliber sniper rifle yeah, with, with a bunch some, of. With some bullshit good, on it, yeah. Bunch of all I know is it. it was about as tall as a man, and 50 Cent was, was wielding awesome. it at his hip when the cops uh-huh. busted. And shooting it perfectly, pretty much. Yeah. Which of is kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it he doesn't blows do, up a cop car. It doesn't it. do quite as much crazy, like, uh, you know, Terry Crews and the Expendables damage as yeah. it probably should have, probably because they didn't have the budget, but yeah. he does basically get to ignite and destroy one cop car with it, mm-hmm. so... They blew most of the budget on that one yeah. explosion. It's it's pretty awesome. Which sadly though. wasn't quite as epic as I was hoping for. But no, but still pretty. But man, there's pretty a awesome. lot of there's a lot of fifty cent swings ninety degrees this way to shoot. Mm-hmm. Fifty cent swings one hundred eighty degrees to shoot this way. Just standing in the middle of the room while a squadron of cops is shooting at him, and none of them seem to be. Able well, to his hit buddies him. get to do it too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. One guy. Well, wielding, well the buddy jumps yeah. out wielding two. Like, what is it? Basically, like Mac tens. I don't yeah, know. Two yeah. Mac tens. He's. <laughs> He's he's dual wielding at that point, just yes. shooting anything in sight. It's all Master Chief in it. Mm-hmm. It was great. It doesn't last long. Yes. Yeah, so, so Fifty takes a round in the uh, in the shoulder, and uh, he and Val Kilmer basically go running off to escape all the firefight. Yeah, it's weird that Val kind of saves him from that. Sure. Well, I, I think he's, so he could. He wanted to basically get him alone because yeah. they go back in this back room of it looked like I guess it was like a hangar. I don't know what the fuck they were in. It, it was like, like a pipe room yeah <laughs> or just well, pipes i'm everywhere. saying like the the where the shootout was looked kind of like a hangar i i don't know whatever big room and uh 50 comes uh you know walking in with a limp as he's prone to do so val at you know picks this point to turn around point the gun at him and declare that he was going to get rich or die trying yeah so he threatens to shoot him uh-huh and this is the scene where 50 cent you know he was sitting there writing when he was sitting at his computer writing up the script he's like this is my Oscar speech. This is the Oscar scene right here. You gotta have an Oscar scene. Yeah, because he just basically gives him this whole speech of, "Well, you're a killer. You know, think about how many people you killed. They were, they were fathers and sons and brothers and daughters and everybody else. And you're no better than me. We're the same." Mm-hmm. And then he tries to pull a gun on Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer shoots him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Val- he gets the gurgle blood speech. <laughs> oh, which that is great. Laying on the ground. It was beautiful. Yep, and then at Val least Kilmer what I could gets, understand of it. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess Val Kilmer got one in the shoulder for his troubles too. By yeah, I didn't understand that. He just fucking shot him. Yeah, the cops were just like, "Fuck it!" You didn't, you, even, you like, didn't even get hold stop. Or, yeah, he didn't even get one of those. Put the put down or, the weapon. Yeah, he just ran in because it's shot not him. like he doesn't know Val Kilmer, right? You know, he's he's met with him a bunch of times. Yeah, but nope. Just all of a sudden, Val Kilmer gets shot. Yeah, but they both survive. Like Fifty goes to prison. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer gets. You know, let off on a technicality if I guess for helping and gets to go meet up with his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And all he has is a sling. Hooray! Fifty Cent's got a sling too, and they have a whole long. Well, sling well, he him. probably still has all that money though, so that's probably good for him. Yeah, yeah. Twenty G's plus whatever else he made. Sure. But yeah, I just love that they got they got Fifty in the jumpsuit at the end. Mm-hmm. And they they walk him up right through the bars, and they show the bars slide away, and he's just got like the meanest ass look on his face. Yep, setting up for gun two. Yeah, gun harder. Gun two, the gunning. Gun two. I'm gonna get high every caliber. bitch that put me here. Oh. High caliber, nice. I like that. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, this is 
I think the weird thing about this movie is you're kind of like left not really having anyone to root for. No, not really. Because Fiddy's supposed to be kind of like the anti-hero type thing. But I mean, they got him like hitting a dude who is chained up. With Hang a upside bat. down with a bat, and he hits him repeatedly in the nuts. You're just like, man, that's not cool. No, you need to stop that. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then and then Val Kilmer shoots the guy right in the head. Well, and at that, that point, and that's kind of like, that? <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of like the the throw you off from. Yeah, he's, he's working for the cops. I know, scene, I know, but still, it's just a weird movie because like all the cops are assholes, so you're not really rooting for them. No, you're kind of sort of rooting for Val Kilmer, but not really. It's just showing you that. In life, there's no black and white. There's just gun. <laughs> yeah. Is that their tagline? No. You just I, made that tagline up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a decent tagline. It's also a movie about racial harmony. Mostly. till the very end, yes. <laughs> yeah. Until mm-hmm. the only guy 50 Cent trusted turned on him. That's true. Yep. Yeah. So, should we just rate it? Let's do that. Rate this weird... I don't, I don't, I'm out of 50 Cent lyrics. I could, I could squeeze some more out of I don't know there. any. Guns go off. That's uh, all I know. Yeah, they have to come naturally. I can't just start dropping titles. Pretty much. Yeah. This was better than I expected. I'll say that. Yeah. I was expecting complete crap. And it's crap, but it's not complete crap. No, I mean... Like, mostly said, crap. There's, there's some actually fairly well-composed scenes. Like I said, I mean... I think the... Yeah, which you would not expect hotel, from the director of Soul Plane. Yeah. The hotel bar thing was kind of fucking badass. I mean, like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scene earned it a jock. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. But... Um, I don't know. See, the, the end is kind of disappointing. Yeah. Because it, it comes really abruptly. Not really abruptly, but like the way the whole shootout plays out is kind of... It's not Not super satisfying. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not sad. It's, it's almost like a TV movie type yeah. shootout. Well... Uh, I don't know. Unless somebody has a rating to go, I I can speak my piece real fast. Yeah, go for go it. Go ahead. I I'm not usually. I'm pretty one of those pretty divisive people. Like I don't uh I don't usually feel like I'm in that half of a rating territory. But this movie is squarely between two and three jocks for me, and I'm not I'm not sure which way to go. Um, so somebody somebody speak your piece, and maybe it maybe I can find more good than bad. But like I said, right now it's like. It's exactly in in between. Yeah, I was I was I'm kind of with you. It's between a two and a three for me, yeah. and I'm leaning more towards a two. That one scene's awesome, mm-hmm. and but there's not much else going for it really. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, other than a few badass lines from from yeah. Fiddy, and that's the thing. It's I mean, it's it's not as bad as we expected, but still, it's not really all that good. Right. Yeah, but I gotta say, Fiddy is fun to watch. He is. It's like you you just don't expect it, and well, even, even when he's terrible, when he's acting, like like the scene with John Larroquette when they meet and they're like, say, he's like, "I'm ready to be part of your organization now." I think this will be a so, very lucrative opportunity for it's both like, of us. He's terrible in that one scene, but the rest of the time he's kind of awesome. Well, it's because like I mean, not to not to profile, but I mean, you know. Fifty works better as playing a gangster, not yeah. trying to clean up and yeah, you know, better as yeah. a street. Yeah, exactly. Much. I'm gonna go with a two because while there was pl- there's plenty of stuff to enjoy, I think the charm of Fifty Cent has lost its luster a little bit since I've I think I'm the only one in the group who has played through Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand. Oh, I, I you, played. You it. finished it? Oh yeah. Oh, I, did. I didn't know you finished it. So anyhow, since I have played through that, I have. I've experienced plenty of the 50 cent action and mm-hmm. acting and 
it's kind of like a like I said, lost it's luster a little bit. So yeah, he has a limited a range, but as long as he sticks in it, right, he's pretty but, fun. I mean, honestly, guys out there in TV land, um, not a terrible idea to check this one out on Netflix streaming. It's only eighty one minutes, so yeah, yeah, that's the best part. All right, it does not wear out its welcome. I have to come to a solid number. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm you're, you're, with br- two. Yeah, you're bringing me down to a two, I think. I, I was going to say maybe there's enough gun porn to warrant it going up to a three, but I don't know. Yeah, now what's what's the Batman references? Let's get this out of the way. All right, now. yeah. Well, I mean, number one, Val Kilmer. Before we move on to the uh, second you know, Number two, the whole number one speech, I mean, is yes. so very much that. And then 50 Cent, for whatever reason, tells his backstory because he's confiding in Val Kilmer, and he said... Uh, my dad was in some shit. Uh, my mom threw me in the That's closet right. to protect me, and some guys walked in and killed both of his parents in front of him. And he sat sat there and had to watch from the closet. That's why he always has guns. Yeah, that's and, why he and, uses. And then Val Kilmer was like, "What are you getting your parents for Christmas?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got to mention the. Well, one that's scene. why Fiddy carries a revolver instead of a an auto. Is because okay. his his dad's Browning high power jammed. Oh, there you go. Ah. Uh, we we need to do some digging into Curtis Jackson's life because he mm-hmm. has something. He has something against that Browning high power. Okay. I don't know. Mm. Or he just likes his damn 500. One other scene I want to mention that was kind of awesome. Okay. Is the flashback to them in the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Oh, where, where shit. The big yeah. guy shows up. Oh. Yeah, big guy shows up. The or big kid, I should say, shows up and he changes the channel. Cause, to Growing Pains when yeah, they were watching the Golden pains. Girls. Because, yeah, basically everyone in the, in the, in the, what was it? It wasn't like a. What do they call it? It wasn't a, uh, a foster house per se. It was like I don't a, know a group home. Came, group home, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, pretty much the same thing. But yeah, and they're just they're saying how everyone how had a rich, night. Rich just got up and left. Yeah, well, everybody had a night word. that they could pick what was on TV. Oh, and, yeah. and Rich's night, he wanted to watch the Golden it was Girls. Friday. Yeah, watch and the other guy Golden came in and Girl. changed it because he was bigger than everyone. Uh huh. Yeah, Rich <laughs> silently <laughs> walks away into the other room. Goes into like, the other room, gets a black and white TV, and then <laughs> smashes it onto the kids. Well, head. I just like the whole story. That story was actually pretty funny because, like, the way he tells it is really pretty funny. Because he's like, yeah. he's like, "What's he gonna watch that shit on the black and white?" And then, <laughs> bam! <laughs> <laughs> but the shot they show, like, and they, then they, they show the kid laying on the ground with, with the television TV head. on his head. Yes, yeah, like I his head inside the face. TV. Yeah, his head yeah. is inside the TV. Yeah, kind of awesome. It was wow. pretty sweet. Yeah, so it's a two, but uh, and for me, it's a very solid two. You could work. You could do worse. You could do a lot worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So second half. Yes. Talk summer, about stuff. Summer movie preview. Summer time. movie preview. Oh shit. Yeah. Yay. Buckle up. All right. Hey, welcome back to the Bampcast. Second half. Half number two. We have exciting things for you today on we the second half of the Bampcast. Do. Including but not limited to voicemails. Yes. Voicemail. Voicemail. But it, it's in a pretty epic one, so it yeah. makes up for a quantity. Well, before we get to that, real quick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Totally Blonde. I think we mentioned last week we we're going to watch yes. it. It didn't show up from Netflix. Right. So that's why we did Gun. Right. Yep. So I guess look for it next episode. Yeah, which will be in like two weeks. Yeah. We're probably going to get a spoil cast going next uh, week yeah. for. Uh, we'll talk about that Fast Five the preview. Yeah. Fast, fast, fast Five. But first, a uh, a voicemail, an epic from voicemail. Uh, across the other side of the world, and 
The only thing I'm going to share before we play it is that there are little bits that cut off because we're talking about international lines here, but it's worth playing for what's left of it. Here we go. Sweet. Hey, Bamfcasters. This is Kurt from Bangkok. I just want to give you a call, finish listening to uh, Podcast 77 about Speed Racer. Love your takedown of it. I first watched it at a MWR night in a small outpost in south-central Iraq in 2008. And about 20 minutes into the movie, all I could think of was, you know what would be great right now? It would be great if the insurgents started firing rockets at us again and, and we didn't have to watch the rest of this movie. That would be great. But they didn't because the surge was working. Thanks a lot, surge. Anyway, um, recommendations. All I can think of is a movie called Aztec Rex. It's uh, a sci-fi channel. It's got Tyrannosaurus Rexes. It's got Aztec. What just have to feel sympathy for it? It's like a mentally kitten or a Charlie Brown Christmas tree or something. Um, if you need a copy of the DVD, I inexplicably have two. I don't know how that happened. Anyway, uh, that's all I got. Uh, again, thanks a lot for your uh, for your great podcast. Later. <laughs> all right. I love Kurt. that he compared a T Rex to the <laughs> Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> well, I think he might have been talking about it in general. It, it, that's where it cuts off. So, oh. I think there was like a, some, a mentally retarded kitten and a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah. Well, yeah. We got Tyrannosaurus Azteca from two thousand seven. Sweet. I believe that's it. I, I thought he said, oh, yeah, maybe. He, he said Aztec Rex, so. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like totally our first, out. like, crazy, well, he's not crazy, but our first kind of crazy international service member call, I believe. Sure, At least yeah. that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I don't know if you're a government contractor or an actual service member, but either way, thanks. Wow, he hated Speed Racer more than us. I. I he I, was hoping for an insurgent attack. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, that probably reaches above my level of hate for it. Yeah. By a bit. And I didn't hate it, so, you know. Yeah, I, I just wanted to walk in the other room, not have rockets <laughs> fired at me. <laughs> so. True. I don't know. I, I'm going to say I'd rather watch Speed Racer than have a rocket attack. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. I can see where if you don't like it, like, if you really grasp the hatred of this movie that you could i could see where it would be preferable to have a rockets fired at you but not my cup of tea i'd rather no. be doing the rocket yeah i try to I'd avoid fire being fired at by anything rpg or anything i pretty much anything like slingshots i, I really wouldn't want to be hit <laughs> by that either so yeah so that was so, pretty right. awesome yeah thank you thanks kurt, kurt. Yeah, we, we will attempt to acquire this ourselves. We wouldn't want you to have to go through any kind of trouble yeah. of... Uh, you've already defended our freedom. You don't have to try to get a DVD <laughs> from Thailand to here, if we heard you right. I believe I heard Bangkok. Yes. Okay. Capital of Thailand. Yes. I, I, Bangkok. I understand. Wow. Yeah. And Sorry. Man who go through airport turnstile sideways is going to Bangkok. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love those jokes. Right. Uh, so, so, summer movies. Summer. Well, before we jump into that, very quickly, because this will tie into our first uh, offering of it, I have now, I am now ready for Fast Five. I have seen all four prior Fast and Furious movies. That is awesome. And I know something. Sorry. I noticed something in editing it. I never really said. I started a thought and I never continued it. What I, What I meant to say is, I really liked the original one. Now, 
Like I, I, I think I just started like really liked it or actually liked it. Well, he didn't like, like it. When yeah, he first I, no. Saw I, it I, I started the point of I really hated it the first time, and now I, I kind of appreciate it for what it is. And the first one's pretty damn good. And my quick takes on the other one is the second one is utterly forgettable, but it taught me something. It taught me something. Don't get that, rid of Vin Diesel. Well, that that that's very important. That's that's rule number one. But number two is uh, why I have always found Ava Mendes to be kind of weird, and I don't understand the attraction. It's her head. Number one, she has the same. She doesn't give good head. No, she. she <laughs> it's just in. <laughs> no, she she always has the same hairstyle in every movie, and I don't know if it's specifically because of, or this is a product of her hairstyle. She looks like she has an alien head. Something about her okay, hairstyle. I can see it. it like her head just looks like it keeps going and going. Like not a big. It's not like she has a five head. It's like she has just a large. She would head. she would actually fill out a ten gallon hat kind of thing. Is what I was trying to say. <laughs> So she's so, got a big head. Well, it's just like I said, it, it's just weird. It's not I even mean, like cranial size. It like, like I said, it looks like an alien head. It's just like it okay. slopes backwards into a weird thing. So that's what that, too that's fast, what, too furious. That's you. that's what I I got out of too fast, too furious. Is it finally clicked? I think there was a profile shot of her, and I was like, God damn, that's that's it. There it is. That's why I've always thought she looked kind of weird. But whatever. Mm, okay. Anyway, um, so, three is uh, Tokyo Drift better than I thought it was going to be, but has jack shit to do with the series. Really. Okay. Um, like I, 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 I enjoyed it slightly more than I thought I would. Is that why Tokyo Drift is really big in the logo and over it it says Fast and Furious? Yeah, probably. They probably just had this like drifting movie on the shelf and were like, make it a Fast and the Furious movie. We'll tie it in. Yeah. We'll get Vin Diesel we'll show get for Vin to show three for seconds. Twenty seconds. Yeah. So and then uh, the fourth one, good, not great. Um, now, didn't you say the ending of it's kind of awesome? The ending of it starts off pretty awesome, but they don't finish it. And I'm hoping that so the you're opening. Praying that Fast Five. I'm is, hoping that the opening scene of Fast Five is continuing what they started in that one. Now, did Fast and Furious come out last year or the year before? Uh, oh nine. So oh, nine. yeah. Okay, so it's been two years. Yeah, they pretty much almost on the dot been putting them out every two years. Yeah, I still can't believe the first one came out ten years ago. Yeah. How dated does it feel? Other than the music, not really. Well, that's good. Um, just, I kind of like when you it like, would feel really dated. Well, yeah, like when you hear Limp Biscuit playing or uh, uh, you know Fred Durst, it's like, oh yeah, okay. Well, two thousand one, that was dated already. So yeah. yeah, whatever that song was, Rolling, Rolling, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I need to I need to jam on it and really, really study up on my. Uh, you should. My, you should. Fa- my fast and furious knowledge. Yeah. So I'm we'll see. So we'll be seeing Fast Five is the uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll be. We're. Are we going to try to get up a group? Uh, I think our general plan is to probably go on Sunday. Yeah, we're thinking Sunday, five dollar movies, fast five, and we'll go to Subway beforehand for five, yeah. five, five dollar, hmm. fast five, five dollar foot long, fast five dollar foot long. Yes. All right. Yeah. So I guess that starts off our preview there, huh? Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of like the official first big movie, though. I wouldn't sure. call it a big movie. It's fairly sizable yeah, movie. Big. I mean, when you get to five in any series, you know, there's something to be said about that, I guess, is that there's enough people watching these movies yeah. <laughs> to get to five. Well, once they brought Vin Diesel back. Sure. Why not? Because he may be a terrible actor, but he's still fun to watch. There's like there's something to be said for charisma. And and he's got something that makes people actually give a crap about his movies when he's doing stupid movies like that. Yeah, well... Not I mean, when he's trying to do serious ones. Well, that's the thing is, like, he just... I feel like... He almost like missed his window, like to 
I mean, because we don't have anybody that's really like fits the Schwarzenegger, Stallone in their heyday action star thing right now. Well, the problem was Chronicles of Riddick failed so miserably because I think that was kind of like anybody. what was supposed to. It shouldn't stop anybody. I mean, everybody's yeah. had their flops. I mean, you just keep on going. You know, make another one. I love keep Chronicles rolling, of Riddick. Rolling. So I mean, it's not perfect, rolling. but yeah. it's pretty freaking awesome. What about Triple X? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I need to revisit that. It's on Netflix, and I've, I've thought about revisiting it now. All I have to say about that is don't duct tape a camcorder to a PVC pipe. I probably won't. <laughs> and try to tell me it's a fucking heat-seeking, cigarette-destroying, missile-launching nice object. Okay. That's all. Right. all. I, yeah, I remember it being ludicrous. I don't think I hated it. I just remember watching it and going, wow. This... I, it seemed to me like that was like his eraser, yeah, like in the Schwarzenegger catalog. Like that's when it was just like this is fucking stupid. Like yeah. it's like he just went to that point really fast. Well, yeah, I, well, it was supposed to be like his James Bond type thing, yeah. and then he wasn't even in the sequel. They're like, right. get Ice Cube to snarl and what's wrong with you? Ask yeah. somebody what's wrong with them. All right, let's let's yeah, keep let's, yeah let's, let's, let's uh, we got a lot of movies first. Let's okay. get going. All right, uh, uh, the Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's for comedy's sake only. You jumped yeah. ahead, you asshole. No, I didn't jump ahead. That's yeah, the same week, same day yeah. as uh, really. Yeah. Fast Five, at least in some what? cities. We, I. It's why on, are they putting that out in now? I, I don't know. I don't know. Why are they putting that out at all? I think it's kind of a movie they want to just slip under the radar. Like people yeah. that may want to see it may see it, but like yeah, really, people that want to see it. Honestly, know about it. this is not a movie you need to do high profile right now with the Mel Gibson thing. You know, this is like a movie where it's like. Let's just, get them back into the yeah. Let's just kind of sneak them into the public subconscious. Persona. Yeah. How does, got, how does this get made though? Honestly, because Jodie Foster made it. Yeah, yeah. Jodie Foster. How does someone come up with? Hey, he's he has a beaver puppet and then he talks through it. And I don't know. Is, I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those. It's weird. It's like how does this happen? I don't know. Don't know. I kind of want to see it though because it's it looks like that kind of a train wreck. But uh, it will at least add more Jodie Foster sound clips to Jodie Foster pinball, hopefully. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, the, that's the ultimate goal in life. God. Add more to Jodie Foster pinball. Oh, God. All right. Um, that's probably a thoughts joke on that that's one? lost on a lot of people if they don't uh, really follow us. We want to make a uh, Jodie Foster pinball table. Uh-huh. I do. It's my dream. Ask us later. We'll tell you about it when you're old enough. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So Thor. next week. Thor. The God of Thunder. Directed by Kenneth Branagh. Already has an 8.0 on IMDb. Oh, okay. I guess there's been some early screenings or something. Yeah. This is everyone at Comic-Con. Right. 758 votes. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even know that I have to weigh in. I mean, just yes. Chris Hemsworth uh-huh. is his name, I guess. Right. He's a pretty Thor-looking dude. He's, I can yeah. get behind that. I don't Figuratively. know. Figuratively. The only thing I've ever seen him in is the first five minutes of the Star Trek reboot. <laughs> mm-hmm. He does not look like this. No. But no, nope. I, I just think it's going to be one of those movies that... It's Natalie just going to kind of be an average summer movie. That's that's my prediction. Natalie Portman's is, in it. Is you're going to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, it was, it was good. Though. It wasn't awesome, but it was fun. That that's kind of the feeling I get. Rene Russo. Yeah, I don't know. Rene I have, Russo's in it. I think yeah. I have slightly oh, shit, higher dude. than normal. Ten uh, <laughs> I think I have slightly normal than higher than normal uh, expectations for this. I think, I think it's going to be kind of like a thoughtful comic book movie coming from from Branagh. I think it might yeah. be a little too deep that it might actually do terribly at the box office, but and maybe I have some bias because like I just 
that whole character has never interested me in the comics ever. It depends on how they. Except maybe in Ultimates is the yeah. only time where he was like kind of cool, and that's only because he was crazy. You weren't sure if he was crazy or if he was actually a god. And this one, it's like, nope, he's a god. Just so you know. Yeah, well, I mean, they are definitely giving that away, but it depends on how they play it. I mean, yeah. it, it, they the previews make it out to seem that he could still exist in the Ultimates universe, where everyone else just assumes he's a crazy guy who thinks he's Thor. Yeah, no. but whatever. I mean, we'll still it's see the, it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll see it. For yeah. Sure. And uh, Priest. Priest following week, huh? May 13th? Something like that. Um, I'm in. I don't know if I'll go for I don't know the what theater. To think about it. I definitely don't. Uh, even in though. 3D. Yeah, even though they're selling this hard that, oh, no, no, the post production uh, 3D is really good. Fuck that. Shit. Are they? Yeah, somebody a was priest. like, mm. no, we spent a lot of time making this good post production sure 3D. Did. Priest disobeys church law to track down the vampires who kidnapped his niece. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Paul Bettany, Carl Urban, and Cam it's the Gigante. same guy who made Legion, by the way. Yeah. I haven't seen Legion, so I'm I liked. Gonna... That's the thing. It's like I liked these movies well enough to watch them at some point. Not probably not going to spend any more than five dollars in the theater. Yeah, like if I'm I bored one weekend, never see myself seeing this in the theater. Yeah. Maggie Q. Who is she? Uh, she's in movies. You've seen her before. She was yeah. in like Mission Impossible Three, I think. She was in uh, Live Free, Die, Die Hard, Hard Rush yeah. Hour Two. Oh, she's in Balls of Fury. Yes. Yeah, and we know Harlow's going to see Bridesmaids that same day. Oh, absolutely. Kristen Wiig fan club, number one yeah. member right here. Yeah. I think we have a, a a bigger contender this year for the for the oh my god get the fuck out of movies than Kristen Wiig though. Um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. Well, Kristen Wiig, Emma Stone, and Justin Timberlake are all vying for. Too many fucking movies this year. Hmm. Well, none of them are in Pirates of the Caribbean. No, they're not. Stranger Tides. I actually, you know what? I hate to say this because I... You want to see the movie. Go ahead. I liked the trailer for some reason. It... I hated the 3D trailer, though. Yeah, the 3D trailer. The 3D trailer was fucking obnoxious. Yes. But the regular non-3D trailer I think I liked. My girlfriend wanted to see it, and I said, okay. I think it's some music. And I was like, hey, you know what? The first one was good. Second and third ones were like 10-hour boring. I don't even know what happened in the movies. And I said, okay, if this one is under two hours, I'm in. If it's over two hours, sorry. Two hours and 15 minutes? Two hours and 15 minutes. I had a feeling. I just took a while. That How was that hell? was completely wild guess, by the way. I'm sorry, but... How can you not make these movies under two hours? I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, and and I know it's a stupid thing because it probably will be better than the second or the third one. Well, here's Cause actually because apparently On Stranger Tides is a really good book, right. which is which is not anything related to, you know, Jack Sparrow or any of that. But they adapted it to make the movie out of it. Sure. And it's actually two hours and 21 minutes. Oh, OK. So it's almost two and a half. Well, here's hours, here's but. my take on the pirate series is I really, really, really like the first one. I think the first one is an excellent movie. It's very yeah. well told. Um, the second one is a hot mess of terrible. I, I, it's just awful. It's like, it's like somebody said, okay, here's some ideas for some scenes. Uh, nothing really has to connect or we don't have to explain why we're going from point A to point B. We'll just go there and some crazy shit will happen and mm-hmm. it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Cash in. The third one gets a little bit better. Not good. It's just, it, it's like they actually decided to write a little bit of a story for the third one. Doesn't necessarily make it good, but it has more that's the thing is like you can have cool moments like i mean everyone remembers like oh fighting on the big giant wheels it's going down from the second one and all mm-hmm. that crap it's like but you can't give two shits of, uh, about a movie if it's just circumstantial like oh all of a sudden there's this giant wheel and they're fighting on it and that's it's like the indiana jones 4 thing it's like yeah there's cool things that happen in the movie but 
it's it's an incoherent plot mess up leading up to everything. Yeah, and that's how they felt. You know, so. a uh, BMF cast alum Roger Alum is in it. Okay, aka the um, the bad guy Rain Ray, whatever it was from uh, Speed Speed Racer. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I was like, why do I know that name? Because we yeah. just saw a movie with him. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Yeah, it's, I mean, I I'll admit I'll probably end up seeing it. I'll yeah. see it at some point. She really wants to see it, and I don't. It, I, the preview did look a little more coherent than the other, the last two movies were. But maybe, yeah. I don't. I've know. still, I've got lowered expectations. Yeah. For I have. I like I have looking at Penelope Cruz. That's about it. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> All right. Next week is uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh huh. Okay. The Hangover Part Two. Hangover Two. I. I AKA I, the Hangover again. AKA cash in on the Hangover. Which people, this movie is going to make tons of money. I know too many people who love the original way more than they should, and they're probably going to see it twice. And they're going to think it's hilarious. And it's not going to be that funny. But I, I see this as a I get dragged with somebody else to go see it kind of thing. It just, I will most likely see it in the theater, probably not by choice. You'll go to see something else and they'll be like, no, we want to see that. I think my problem with it right now is it's a Die Hard 2. It is going to be exactly the same plot. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't look like it's going to be anything different. Um, It looks like they will do twists on every joke that was in the first one. Yep. Phil, Stu, and Alan travel to Bangkok for Stu's wedding, only to find themselves in another post blackout misadventure. So, yeah, it's going to be the same movie. Sure. I. I liked the first one. It was it was I funny. Just, I don't know if I need to see it again. Probably I, I guess not. that's the problem. Yeah. I don't know. I mean I, I, like, I mean I hope it's good and all all I know, know is this Bradley Cooper I always hope does well just cuz Yeah. Mike Tyson He was the again. best part of Alias way back in the day. This is and it's good mostly to, true, yeah. And it's good to finally see him you know really doing awesome in movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even though we'll never get another eighteen, which kind of sucks. Yeah, that's a bummer. But Mike Tyson's in it again. All I know is that mo- that weekend is ass load of money weekend because that's no, going to make an ass load of money, and it's still going to beat by get beat by Kung Fu Panda too because of what I've said already. Kids rule the fucking box office. Yeah, I'm not saying like oh you know go see The Hangover instead, but so Kung you don't Fu, think- I'm just saying Kung Fu Panda is going to make an, an a metric yes. ass load of money. Yeah, yeah, and you don't think Tree of Life is going to outdo? Both of them? <laughs> uh, no, Terrence I don't Malick's think that's even. Gonna, I don't think that's going to crack the top ten. To be honest with you, it currently well, doesn't even have five release. votes huh? on IMDb. No, I just it's yeah, it's his movies are not theater friendly, really. So Brad Pitt, well, Sean Penn, there were seen in the theater. Yeah, well, you know what? I I looks I've, like it's going to be beautiful. I've defended Sean Penn uh, time and time again as as a uh, talent, but. He's dating Scarlett Johansson now, so fuck that guy. What? Fuck, yeah, fuck him. What's he doing with my girlfriend? No, what? I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, all right. How does that happen? That's like that's fucking. Isn't he Ka- gay? That's Catherine Zeta-Jones to Michael Douglas. That's fucked up. <laughs> America, how did this happen? No, he just played a gay guy once in a movie. Oh. Who was the mayor of San Francisco? Convincingly. Yeah. Can't he be gay <laughs> and stop dating Scarlett Johansson? Maybe. But yeah, I know Harlow and I will be at the theater and there will be nobody else. That's fine. You're probably probably 70-year-old people who like movies. Mm-hmm. I like trees. You can try to drag me to it. I like shots of trees from the ground. Apparently there are dinosaurs. That are full of life. Oh, hell yes. I'll be there. Are there trains? <sighs> Possibly. Speaking of trains, I haven't seen Atlas Shrugged yet. 
Just haven't made it. <laughs> Me neither. Who knew? Update. Still haven't seen that movie. No, I've I've heard. I've actually. Zark liked it. Yeah, Zark liked it. Um, somebody whose movie opinion I have no idea whether I trust or not liked it. Not sure. Really, not mm. sure if I'm going to see it. I I had intended to see it, but I'm not so sure. No. Wait for the inevitable DVD release or the inevitable Netflix streaming release. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, I the, like the, the Blu-ray blue color release. <laughs> nice. All right. Next. Um, June 3rd, X-Men. X-Men First Class. First Class. A movie that, for all intents and purposes, I want to hate, but I can't bring myself to. I don't know why. I just, I have this inevitable, like, there's that something. That preview's really good. There's something and about Matthew that. Matthew Vaughn is really good. I know. There's just something about the very idea that I'm like, no, I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. January can, Jones, Kevin Bacon. And I, well, I will Damn, say January Jones looks hot in that. I will say Especially? Jennifer Lawrence's oh mystique looks fucking weird. I'm not a big fan of Jennifer Jones or January Jones usually. Whew. I mean, just yeah, uh, yeah. visually. I think but. the the problem with that one is they're doing the same thing to it that they did with the first X Men, where they're like, "Hey, we got three months, make it." Because I mean, we didn't even see a trailer or posters or anything until what four months ago. Yeah, but I mean, they had to make this thing fast, and that. I don't know. They've Always been talking about me. this for like two years, though. I mean, it's yeah, just but they really like I, who, who, I don't know because who was supposed to be doing it before Matthew Vaughn came on board? There was somebody else who had know. to drop out. And well, wasn't Brian Singer going to come back for that? I don't know. I think he was. I just I, I always worry about movies that have like this kind yeah, of I know I rotating know. door and I know like, and the and 20th Century Fox is famous for doing this where they're just like okay you know we, we hate sci-fi so crank yeah, that out you know how we were going to make you put that out in like fall yeah well uh how about the first week of june i think i'll have it ready yeah get that done get all those effects done and everything so i, I, don't, I don't know no just like on, on i think it's gonna be alone, better I, than we're yeah. expecting but i don't think it's gonna be yeah. anything better than the first x-men movie personally okay yeah like i said something about principle alone i just didn't i when they first bantered this around i was like i don't even want i don't want to see that movie i'd rather you go off and do something crazy like make astonishing x-men mm-hmm. you know which will never happen but It'd be kind of awesome. Though. It would be, but anyway, right. moving right along. Next week, S- Super Eight. Super Eight. What's JJ Abrams? Abrams and starring nobody you've heard of for the most part, except for Dakota Fanning's little sister. Yeah. You hadn't heard of her until you and just found out that she was Kyle Dakota Chandler. Fanning's little sister. Huh? Dude from Friday well, she's showing up here and there, but whatever. Noah Emmerich, who's probably related to Roland Emmerich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I think Tistro hit the nail on the head when he started talking about it once the new preview came out. Okay. He's pretty sure it's a kid's movie. Okay. Really? Which is kind of how I'm starting to feel about it. But I think a, an intelligent kid's movie. I, yeah, you know, I think I you think misunderstand so. it because when we say kid's movies, kids are smarter than people give them credit for. Like Children of the yeah. Corn kid's movie? No. No, like, no. Like, like E.T. E. E. Like, type. You know. Oh. It's not. They certainly aren't the billing first preview it like that. Kinda, yeah. No, the first preview kind of set you up for disaster movie, like Cloverfield yeah. type thing. And this yeah. is the second preview does not feel like that at all. I guess I have to look at that. No, I think I, I, I. My best hope for this movie is that yeah, it's like a return to, uh, you know, even a PG thirteen movie where it's like you know what, yeah, okay, it's a little scary for kids if you're a big pussy, but you know what, kids can handle this and they'll enjoy it and they'll be talking about it and. You know, because I mean, ET scared the shit out of me as a little kid. I, you know, I, I had to leave the first time they took me to see it. But mm-hmm. you know, the running through the forest. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
but yeah, it's like kids are kids are smarter and and more able to handle things than you give them credit for. So you don't have to make dumb, 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 dumb shit. Yeah, I, I guess it really. I hate to say it, but it depends on what this creature that's in it ends up looking like. Sure. Yeah. I maybe. think that's going to be a big. Yeah, well, yeah, this is this we've already talked about this. This is a, very much a mystery movie that they're holding their cards very close to the chest. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised yep. we've seen as much of a preview as we have already. So, still remains to be seen. Obviously, going to see it. So, yeah, yeah. Next up, Green Lantern. Before we get to discuss discussing this movie, I I just want to real quick pretend you've never heard of the Green Lantern and let me read off this description. Okay. A test pilot is granted a mysterious green ring that bestows him with otherworldly powers as well as a membership into an intergalactic squadron tasked with keeping peace within the universe. That uh, sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, that's because the Green Lantern story is pretty fucking awesome. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't know anything about the Green Lantern universe, much like most of these comic book movies. Okay. But I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think it might be kind of cool. Well, here's the thing about it is like, they look like they could have done a a standard Green Lantern, you know, fights one villain, simple thing. But it looks like they went fucking crazy. They went epic. They went epic, like travels to the Green Lantern planet, homeworld, and there's lots of shit ton of aliens running around. And I mean, it just looks like they went full into the Green Lantern mythos, which is strange but cool. That and it, and it's it's Martin Campbell. I mean, it's uh, yeah. yeah. We that's like what the guy I was that, gonna say. That's what has me. I didn't yeah. realize he was directing it until I looked on IMDb. Yeah, I mean, while well, I mean, made Goldeneye, he made Casino Royale, mm-hmm. made um the first Zorro movie, first '90s Zorro movie, I should say, which is actually <laughs> right. really good. Yeah, yeah two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, I know you don't like. Casino Royale, <laughs> yeah, but you got to admit, if you took <laughs> no, Casino okay, Royale, yeah, if you took yeah. it away and, and you didn't have your problem with it not being a bomb right. movie, is a pretty bad. Yeah, movie. well, just think about the chase scene in the beginning of Casino yeah. Royale. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's only a, with Green Lantern. Like I've said, it's a it's a great Jason Bourne movie. Yeah, yeah. or maybe I've only said it's a good Jason Bourne movie. Well, um, and he made anyhow. he made a Golden Eye, so yeah, he's also made that kind of Bond movie. So he's got yeah. he's fifty fifty. On the but yeah, I, I do appreciate that they're just basically swinging for the fences on this. Yeah, I, which not, is good. They're they not need to... doing like you said. They're not going half ass. Oh well, maybe he'll fight this guy in New York City, right? Yeah. Or you know, you... whatever is in the DC universe equivalent. At so. this point, you have to really hit hard with a comic book movie. And Peter Sarsgaard looks to be pretty awesome as Sinestro when they. He looks pretty awesomely weird. Eighties, mm-hmm. like they actually went with him look, looking like he should. But anyway. Like now, my, to you. my only thing is like uh you know I'm not sold on the CG suit it looks kind of dumb but yeah I'm willing, we'll I, I suppose I'm willing to turn my brain off for that. It's got Angela Bassett. It does. Is she a lantern? She's Dr. Amanda Waller. Hmm. Oh, she is not a lantern then. It's also got Mark, Michael Clark Duncan as a voice only but yeah he's probably still, that other I can't remember his name the alien Kilowog. Kilowog, yeah, there you go. Thank you. And Tim Robbins, the triumphant right. return of Tim Robbins <laughs> to cinema. <laughs> Awesome. I don't know if he was. All right. So, so yeah, I guess we will be seeing that. I'm definitely in. I mean, it's a fucking, it's a high profile comic book movie. Of course, I'll see it. Yep. It's a movie. You're going to see it. Yeah. Well, and the lady's like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Know? I've heard that. Scarlett Johansson did, and then she decided to go date some old fucker. God, what the hell? She Quit just, bringing that up. She needs Seriously. to just date right. me. That's well, at least, like, at least I wasn't like in tears over that. I was like, they would make beautiful children. Let them, let them mate and make beautiful children. Sure. All right, moving along. Yes, Cars, cars the Deuce. Hmm. Raise your hand if you liked Cars. Uh, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked okay. it. Okay. Doc Hollywood was better. 
<laughs> okay. Was that from the side boob? Is that why you like Doc Hollywood better? No, it's just the same movie. Oh. It is. Okay. Yeah, well, we can't <laughs> talk too much shit about Cars because it's Paul Newman's last movie. So. Yeah. I still yeah. don't understand. Like, that's the one that made all the marketing money. Yeah. That's why Cars 2 is happening. Because they like sold cars. so much kids. Like oh, they sold shit. They sold a ton of it. It was beautiful. And, and I don't mind because that's like what basically allowed them to go, okay, let's do Ratatouille now. You know, just weird ass. Yeah. My Disney stock movies. loves these movies. <laughs> yeah. Loves it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still a shame to see Pixar just going back to the well now for all of them. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, ever yeah. since the whole Disney good. thing, it's suddenly like, okay, well, here's Toy Story 3, and now here's Cars 2, and... Well, all I can hope is, like, I liked Cars. I'm hoping, like, I mean, to be honest with you, I think Toy Story 2 is a better movie than Toy Story 1, so maybe they realize that, and somehow Cars 2 will transcend yeah. above where you think it should be. Hopefully. Michael Caine. Yeah. John Turturro. So, I don't Joe Mantegna. It's Pixar. We'll, yeah. we'll probably see it. Eddie Izzard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eddie Izzard. And, uh, getting... He's probably, like, a... Getting steamrolled mm-hmm. that week is bad teacher. Also opening. Uh, yeah. Cameron Diaz, Jason Siegel, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. In one of his many appearances this <laughs> summer. JT. I'm a pimp. Uh, Basically <laughs> dumped by her sugar daddy, an unsaintly school teacher, Diaz, targets one of her colleagues as her next lover, a plan that pits her against a popular coworker. The only thing I... All right. I'm not going to get off on too much of a rant here, but that that trailer gives me that, like, bad Santa vibe where I just, it makes me want to hate humanity. Not that I mm-hmm. hate the movie. It's just like, wow, everyone in this looks pretty despicable. But yeah, I'll say this in its positive favor. It's Jake Caston, which I was about to say that too. Uh, it's kind of, uh, he makes movies that are better than you think they would be. Mm-hmm. And that's generally his MO. So, I mean, we both like zero effect. Um, I think orange County is better than a lot of people give it credit mm-hmm. for, for that kind of movie. And, and walk hard is brilliant Kristen Wiig aside but uh yeah no actually she's pretty funny in that but that's when she that's when her shtick was still working but mm-hmm. walk hard is fucking hilarious yeah but I mean it's it's a hard R comedy yeah okay so yeah well yeah it looks, we'll see. looks that way but anyway yeah but I just you know it's counter programming to cars too I just don't oh think, sure yeah mm-hmm. it's, you know it's it'll make money but it's not gonna come close to yeah what it's cars 2 is gonna do. it's gonna be one of those things like it's probably gonna like open in like fifth place Probably at, yeah. at best, because you'll be able to, it'll still be writing like you know bigger movie Green Lantern hype all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Next is um the one we've all been waiting for, <laughs> uh, Transformers Eight, uh, Revenge of the Dark Side of the Moon thing, something like that. No. Oh, is that the one with Too Fast, Too Furious? His own Tyrese. Yes, sweet. Uh, yes. Transformers Dark of the Moon wasn't Tyrese in? No, he's only in that one. Okay. He was, in he, other, he, was, oh, you said he was in the other Transformers. Was movies. he in two? Uh, yes, yeah. he was in, in one, one and okay. two. Okay, that's what I thought. Just I'm just making sure. I'm just doing my thing. Um, this one has Alan Tudyk. It does. <gasps> uh huh. I need to find that scene and watch just that one. <laughs> I'll be I'll be satisfied. I'm still gonna go see this piece of shit. Of course you are. I mean, it's. I'm going to go see it because my nieces and my brother will take me to this movie when I'm. Up yeah. in Virginia Beach I mean, for it's, my it's vacation. It's Michael Bay. Is, you know, it's nothing else. It's, I don't yeah, know if I'll see it in 3D. Exploding <laughs> bullshit and giant screens. Yeah. I, I don't know. I still I enjoyed the second one. I'm sorry. I know it's crap. And other than Transformer Heaven, I. It was good I to look at. Yeah. It was really good to look at. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I 
I hold no hope of it being any sort no. of coherent good movie. But and the only you way know you, what you, if giant robots beat the shit out of each other and things blow up and shit gets crazy, I don't care. I like that somebody sat down and said, "Hmm, Megan Fox is out. She couldn't act very well. Who can we get that will act even worse than her? How about a Victoria's Secret model? Is that, that Rosie Huntington Whiteley? I believe she's a Victoria's Secret model. I think that's her claim to Probably. fame. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not like. I know, but yeah. it's just really, it's like, how do you go down from she's Megan in a Fox relationship in with Jason acting Stegen. ability? Yeah, she's yeah. a Victoria's Secret model. That also, yeah. that title's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that title's so bad. I'm going to, I'm going to watch the whole movie. Uh, instead of watch that, I'm just going to watch The Wizard of Oz with the sound turned on. <sighs> that works. Uh, no, you got to play the soundtrack to The Wizard of Oz along with this movie. Oh, oh is that how it works? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Every, everybody already knows everything about this yeah. movie. Um, Following week. Harry Potter and the... What are you looking at? Harry, Harry Potter's two weeks after that. Is it? Following week is... Um, Anything? Kevin I didn't James think we're gonna, and Paul Blart, Zookeeper 2. I didn't think we are going to talk and about that. And we're done with that. Yeah, and then but it did, Horrible Bosses is that week. Okay, well... The Jason Bateman, Charlie Day, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk those about that three, no, Well, those three have me going, okay, I'm interested in that movie. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I could at this point I can take or leave Jason Bateman. It's like he built up a you know a ton of good favor and like a free um, you know one of our, our mythical free passes with Arrested Development, but he's burned it up and then some in my mind. So yeah, it's just interesting. he's worn out his his rewelcome. What's interesting about all that to me is that it's by the guy who made like King of Kong and the section of Freakonomics. Uh huh. So it's just. Sure. And I mean, he's done episodes of The Office also. Yeah. No, I mean, Charlie but, Day in a movie, sure, probably. I mean, maybe not in the theater, but sometime. And I like the the actual bosses that show up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of a crazy, weird thing. Whatever. Yeah, maybe. I, I, we'll that's, see if Kevin Spacey's in swimming with sharks mode, yeah. which would be kind of awesome. Yeah, Lex Luthor mode. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it, that's the kind of week where it's just like, yeah, just throw out some shit because all of this things from like the week before are still going to be number one again. Like yeah. Transformers will be number one two weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the week after is Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Harry Potter, AKA, we, no more Harry Potter movies. Yeah, a.k.a. the half that actually has the action in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The half so, you want to see. Yeah. The happening. Yes. So yeah, um, that'll make a bajillion dollars and I'll will. wait until the whole Blu-ray box set comes out before I see it. Uh-huh. Just like the past three. That's albums. actually a good idea. I hadn't thought about that. Hmm. Yeah, that's why I stopped Waiting buying for the them. Blu-ray and well, I hadn't bought any of them. I just I've seen maybe three of them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm right. probably I might have to go see those one in the theaters due to um, girl Harry obligations. Potheads. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Yeah. Hope so <laughs> I'm just kind of <laughs> like you know. You're either in or you're out on Harry Potter at this point. It's like everyone that went to see the other ones, they're probably going to go see these ones too. Yeah. I, Even if they didn't like the last one because nothing happens in it. But. I read the books and I liked them. I just haven't gotten into the movies. Yeah. Emma Watson might sell it for me though. God, she's smoking hot now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now that she's 21, she's smoking hot. You can buy her a drink. BJ. Oh boy. Well, yeah. you, she's British, so you could have bought her a drink a while back. Yeah. Buy her well. a point. Not here in America. Oh yeah, and I don't oh. live in I don't live in the British. <laughs> okay, right. Speaking of fighting the British, Captain. <laughs> what? <no. laughs> oh wait, no. I don't think that's Nazis. what happens. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, July thing, 22nd, right? Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to see this one. Captain Corelli's <sighs> Avenger. I have I have more hope for this than Thor. The, the, the previews, it, the fact that it's all in World War II is awesome. Yep. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for keeping it there. Even if Hugo Weaving. Even if tiny Chris Evans is still just creepy as shit. <laughs> it is creepy, but uh, hopefully he's not there for very long. Yeah. But, I and even if it is Joe Johnston. A rocketeer. You can nail a time period, at least. Yeah. And, and Jurassic Park 3 being completely unnecessary actually has some fun scenes in it. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It's, yeah. The pterodactyl part was cool. Yeah. That, that's like one of those movies that they just... They sold it on the fact that it was a Jurassic Park, but they really, they just should have done something else. Sure. Called it Dinosaur Island or something, <laughs> you know? Because I think that's what hurt that movie the Isla most. Isla Unnecessario. Yeah. But no, I, I think, I don't know. I think I'm just going to end up enjoying that one more than Thor. Okay. Hopefully I'm wrong. I want to see them both the hell out equally. of them both, yeah. Maybe, well, okay, I lie. I want to see Captain America slightly more. But. Yeah. Man, it looks like that same week he got Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake again, friends with benefits. Uh-oh. Saw the preview. I can tell you the entire plot of that movie thanks to the trailer. And the trailer didn't even give away that much. Hmm. Is it the exact same plot as that Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher movie? Yeah. Oh. I'm, I bet they don't end up together at the end. Oh, mm. wait. Yes, I do. Oh. Right. I'm sure they're perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. Moving on. Cowboys and Cowboys Aliens and next aliens. week, July 29th. Yes. Those are two things I like. Uh-huh. I like cowboys and I like aliens. I'm interested to see I like how, when they fight. Yeah. I'm interested to see how Daniel Craig pulls off cowboy. I'm interested to see what happens when you take a Damon Lindelof script and mix in some of the Transformers writers too. <laughs> yeah. It's like Okay. No, I'm just saying like And directed by Jean Favreau. I know, I know. I he's the he's the winning side of that. I'm just you have one of the creators of Lost, which, you know, Say What You Will About the Ending was very, very well written all throughout. Mm-hmm. And then you have the hit or miss, you know, Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman, Transformers writers, which could give you alien metal balls clanging around and racist robots. You never know. <laughs> Sam yeah. Rockwell's in it. He is. He is. And uh, 13, yeah. Olivia Wilde. 13? Yeah, from House. Oh, I don't know what that means. You keep making house jokes, and I still, I'm still probably never going to get them. Hey, our house fans are getting them. Sure. Hey, I wonder if they misdiagnosed the people in the beginning. I bet you they the did. house ran a bunch of really expensive tests and found out that was he it was a loose cannon? something else. Was right. he a loose cannon? Actually, yeah. none of the tests found anything out. It was just a hunch. Oh, the, oh that's yeah. right. It was a hunch. A hunch then, based on some sort of personal information yes. that he gleaned from lying to them. Next week, house is going to treat the guy that got hit by the book as he threw it out the window. All right. Anyway, Olivia Wilde of uh, Tron Legacy fame. Uh-huh. Of so, yeah. smoking hot fame. Yeah. And Harrison Fjord. I wonder if he tells anyone to stay away from his family. I hope so. I hope so, yeah. And I hope there's a plane. And as then, long as he points at somebody. I hope there's a plane and he tells someone to get off of it. That it's his. Get off of my spaceship. I'm excited. Yeah, that's going up against uh, Smurfs by the guy who made Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2. And... Okay, moving on. <clears throat> uh, what's in August? Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh. That's the only one I know of. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Talk, ab- talk about a strange movie to make. And looking at that preview, I'm like, no, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah, I don't... James Franco, Tom Felton, um, Draco Malfoy. 
Great. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Brian yeah. Cox, John Lithgow. <laughs> okay. It's not getting yeah. better, actually. You got James Franco as... Um, as a scientist. As a genius scientist. Dude. <laughs> as, nope. I, as I said, the really? only other person you could buy less as a scientist is Tara Reid. Oh, wait. <sighs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, skip. It's going to happen, but <laughs> we don't know if we care. Is there anything else in the rest of the summer? Please tell me there is. Conan. Uh, Have you seen the preview for 30 minutes or less? No. What, what is it? It's the one with Jesse Eisenberg and Danny McBride okay. by the director of Zombieland. Okay. We're, and it's got... Um, it's got Nick Swartz Aziz in it. Asari. Is mm-hmm. that, God, what's his name? Aziz yeah. Ansari. Ansari, yeah. Yeah, he he and Jesse Eisenberg are buddies. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is like a slacker that delivers pizza. And he delivers pizza to these guys who suddenly jump out with guns and masks on. And they strap a bomb to him and tell him he has to rob a bank. Okay. So then he goes and picks up Aziz in his school. Because Aziz is a school teacher. Okay. So he sh- he like rips open the jack and goes, they got a bomb attached to me. And he's just like, and the first place you went was a school full of children. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. It looks. Yeah, maybe. Possibly, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg is back in old Jesse Eisenberg mode, unfortunately, but having Aziz Ansari in it. Is, sure, yeah. And Danny McBride being Danny McBride. Yeah. Like I said, as a secondary this movie character, looks like it has a awesome. lot of promise. Yeah. And well, yeah, I, he is kind of a secondary yeah. character. Well, I think Nick Swartzen is hilarious. I mean, anyone ever watched like Reno 911 or whatever, mm-hmm. he's just funny. Yeah. I I, I think this is going to be one of those surprise like a la zombie land where it's like, huh? Yeah. yeah that's... Well, I think it's going to be kind of like a pineapple express type one too, where okay. people are like, Oh, Hey, that looks kind of funny. And then it actually did better than everyone thought it was going to do. Right. And you also have the help um, with also Emma stone, <laughs> just cause I want to point out that she's in another fucking mm-hmm. movie. All right. And uh, then there's uh, the Conan the barbarian remake week mm-hmm. after that. Right. Looks like it going up against Scott S- spy kids Four, mm. which Robert Rodriguez directed. That's so strange. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't he direct Predators? Or, or Machete? Or please, where's or our Sin next City Sin two. City 2? Yeah. I think we... Did we skip one? Because um, I'm actually... I, I have weird hopes that this might actually be kind of awesome. The Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. The Guillermo del Toro produced. Oh, sorry. I missed that one. That looks kind of awesome for a horror movie. Just saying. Like, I mean... Hey, it's and, got Guy Pierce. Yeah. And Scientology's Katie Holmes. Guy Pierce needs to be in more movies. Yeah, I'm just saying that that the the preview kind of sold me on that. And Guillermo del Toro producing or having anything to do with horror movies usually ends up pretty good. So that little creature in the preview looks freaky as hell. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'd much rather see that than them remaking Fright Night. Yeah. Have they? Is there anything they haven't remade yet? No, not much. As of this year, they'll be yeah, officially out. Conan the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. It looked all right until I realized it was by the guy who made. The Friday the Thirteenth remake and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which I hated both of those. So. I didn't see the Friday the Thirteenth one. I didn't. I didn't mind the Texas Chainsaw one. I think the Texas Chainsaw remake is better than the original movie. The original movie's shite. I think they're both shite. Okay. That remake to me had no suspense, no okay anything that was interesting. Like the the only interesting thing was actually the stuff in the credits <laughs> at the very end, like the home video stuff. Yeah. That was the only part that I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, Everything I else, I was like, this is shit. Sure. 
Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That pretty much. Yeah, that pretty much. We're getting into fall movies after that. Yeah. I mean, so. once you make it to August, it starts winding down. Yeah, and then there's last thing in August is Final Destination Five. Uh, yeah. I guess. Which I, I guess, guess the, I thought they had reached the yeah, final destination. Apparently, the apparently final not. destination made enough movie that they were like, "We think we have one more stop in us, folks. Uh, if you'll please continue to take your seats until the movie franchise comes to a complete and full stop, and you will owe us a little bit more money in order to see the actual final t- destination." And of course, this one's in 3D, also. Sure, why not? Why wouldn't it be? Who knows? Yeah. So I don't know what I mean. Like, what what are you guys looking forward to the most this summer? Movies, comic book movies, just the like, continuation. Like if you of, had to pick, like, if I was like, if I could only see guess one what? or something, you are. I just threw you in jail. You only get paroled for one day, and you get to see one movie this summer. Which one is it? Ooh, I guess it'd have to be Captain America. Um, though part of me wants to say Super Eight just because I'm so damn curious what it is, and that's where, my pick. Whereas it's like. Captain America, I know what I'm going to get. I just want to see it. Mm-hmm. Super I can wait till they bring the DVD, uh, the DVDs to jail for me. Yeah, I think but it, Super Eight. I actually want to go out and s- s- be yeah. surprised in the theater. Everything else, I kind of know what to expect. Yeah, that's the only reason I would put it higher. Is there's, there's that level of I don't know what it is, and I'm curious enough. Right. You, Mackie. I'd have to go with Captain America. Out of okay. all of them, like like that one, and probably. Even though I can't even believe I'm saying no, you this, only get but one. probably like if a close second would be Green Lantern, hmm. and that's one like I would not have predicted caring about until I saw the preview where I was like, okay, they're doing all the cool stuff that I would hope they would do that I would not expect them to be doing. So yeah, but yeah, but Captain America I still think is going to be I have be the hopes. fun one. I can't wait till, till Thor, and luckily don't have to wait much longer. Yeah, only a couple of weeks. Yep. Yeah. What do you think is going to make the most money this summer? Transformers or Cars 2? <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with Cars 2 because of uh, not because the I wanted to. Factor. Yes. I want to I want myself I want my terrible theory to be proven proven correct that people won't stop taking their kids to the theater and we're just going to get more and more dumb dumb kids movies. I'm hoping that's like I said I hope it's better than I think it would be, you know, as a shout out subpar like the first subpar Pixar movie which is my hidden fear that it's mm-hmm. actually going to be the one that's like, yeah, that was kind of shit, even for Pixar. But so far, they haven't really done that. Like I said, they all they've had is like, this is the worst you've made. It's still better than like most anything DreamWorks has ever done. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anything you think is going to flop miserably? Probably a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, there's, Nothing on an epic level, though. Uh. No, I mean, I don't see anything like being a huge flop. I mean, because there's a lot of things people are already excited for that probably they don't have a reason to be excited for. Like, I'm surprised people are already talking about like Cowboys and Aliens, but maybe mm-hmm. it's just so crazy that people are like, yeah. I people like, have been talking that about that thing for like four or five months already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so. just, it's, it seems weird to me for people to be talking about that, but that's what I'm saying. Even the things I, I would think are kind of geeky and wouldn't have a lot of buzz already have a lot of early buzz, so... Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I think that's I think that pretty much wraps it up. We've been talking a little bit longer. So thanks yeah. for staying with us. We had a lot of movies to cover. Yeah. For the summer. And that awesome voicemail. Mm-hmm. God. So um, we need more calls from Bangkok. We do. We also need just more more communication in general. Would be awesome. Would you like to tell people how to do that? I sure would. All right. Thanks. <laughs>
Check us out on our website, bmfcast.com, if you haven't already been there. Uh, you can comment on all of our posts and such, and we'll you know, post extra special features when we find them. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast, uh, where we have all the trailers for the movies we've seen that we can find. And uh, we also cross-post all of our stuff over on Facebook. Uh, so join the community over there, like us, um, and you'll get all your updates on your wall and stuff, or however that works. Uh, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast. Uh, we interact and uh, do other things. We'll tell you what's going on. Sometimes we'll give you sneak previews of what we're, uh, what movie we're going to watch, or you know, we'll clue you into some other super special stuff. And yeah, you can interact with us pretty easily there. You can also check us out on iTunes. Um, do a search for Bad Movie Fiends in the podcasts section of iTunes, and uh, subscribe to us, rate us. We'd prefer five stars if you like us that much, but you know, give us your honest opinion. And reviews are always helpful. Um, yeah, if you can, just take a couple minutes, write a couple sentences. Says, hey, these guys are awesome. I listen to them because they are funny sometimes. Yep. I listen to them when the rockets aren't shelling me. Yes. Right. But yeah, reviews definitely help just yep. as much as five-star ratings. Yep. And it, make us, it makes us happy to see, you know, to see somebody write nice things about us or to see people write things about us in general. So give us your feelings. Um, and you can also contact us on one very, 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 very important piece of technology. And that's the same way that Kurt did this week and the same way that many others have done uh, in previous weeks and gotten featured on the BAMCast. And that's the one, the only, the Garfield hotline phone. You can reach us on that phone at 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. Call us and you will be prompted to leave a voicemail, which you will then hopefully do. And you yourself will be featured on the BAMCast, which will make us happy. And make you happy. And make the internet happy. Make the world a better place. Tell us a crazy movie story. That's your challenge for this week. Okay. Crazy movie related story. So uh, join us next time. And until then, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm The Beach. And this is BAMFCast out. Cause I'm going down, down to the bits that I left uptown. I need a fix, cause I'm going down. Mother Superior jumped the gun. Mother Superior jumped the gun. Mother Superior jumped the gun. Mother Superior jumped the gun.